Hi, and welcome to the Strong, Healthy and Glowing podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, from STD Body and Beauty, and I look forward to sharing this episode full of tips and tricks on how to get a strong mind, healthy body and glowing skin. Let's get into it. Happy New Year. So it's just into January. We're now at the 22nd of January as I record this. So Happy New Year. I know this is the first episode for the new year. And I wanted to talk to you today about healthy habits. So this time of the year is a time that a lot of us start thinking about what our healthy habits are for the year, what we're going to be doing in terms of our health and you know, things like New Year's resolutions and changes to what we're doing for our health and that kind of thing. So what are your New Year's resolutions? Do you have any resolutions that you're looking at for this year? What are they? I'd love to know. So if you're open to sharing with me, I would love to hear. So please do tag me on social media and share what you're doing this year for your healthy habits. So there's a couple of things I wanted to talk to you about today. And the first of those is a new year challenge that I've got going on at the moment. It's a reboot of our eating habits after a lot of us have probably indulged a little bit over the festive season. And it's not a diet per se, but we're doing a little reboot of our eating patterns. So things like adding extra lean protein and really looking at what we're eating. So cutting down on things like dairy and caffeine and also potentially cutting down on a few carbs if there's a weight loss goal involved and you know just overall getting back into some healthy habits for the new year. So if you're interested in that I would love to hear from you. So I guess as we move into the content for today's podcast Getting back into these healthy habits doesn't have to be something extreme. So many of us think of New Year's resolutions and we get into all these extreme sorts of diets and that kind of thing. And we lose track of the fact that it's those small changes to our habits that are often the sustainable ones. So as we move into this period of looking at our goals and reassessing our habits for the new year, I'd really encourage you to look at what your goals are. Can you break them down into smaller goals, smaller, more achievable habits? And that way you'll be setting yourself up for success rather than looking at these great, big, huge goals that then often end up being a little bit daunting. And because they look so daunting, we may end up actually letting them go and not really focusing on these things. So Yeah, really look at breaking your goals down into smaller chunks if you can. So a gentle rebooting, I guess, rather than this big, huge change. So there's a couple of things that I've dug up that I think could really be helpful for some of these end of year goals and that kind of thing. It's to really look at sustainable changes to your diet. So not these big sort of fad diets and that kind of thing and things like adding more vegetables to your diet and looking at lean protein as I was talking about before and also yeah those kinds of sustainable changes so not cutting out absolutely everything 
you know, still having a space in there for some of the things that you love whilst maintaining a healthy habit or healthy diet most of the time. So 80-20 or something like that. Cutting out added sugar, that's another big thing that we can do. And you'd be surprised how much cutting out added sugar will actually help cut down your carbohydrate intake and help with weight loss. So the other thing that cutting out added sugar does, it will also help with your insulin levels and will also help with things like diabetes and that kind of thing. It can also help with cognitive decline because a haywire blood sugar can lead to, and diabetes and that kind of thing can lead to higher rates of cognitive decline in some people. And yeah, so really looking at added sugar and you'd be surprised how many products in our diet these days have added sugar in them. So also look at what you're replacing those with. So if you're cutting out added sugar, are you replacing them with artificial sweeteners and that kind of thing because they can cause issues as or some sort of issues as well so some things some of those artificial or artificially sourced sweeteners can also affect your gut bacteria and that's not great either so there's a whole range of or there's a few natural types of sweeteners that if you really need something sweet you can look at things like stevia and monk fruit and that kind of thing instead they're a bit more natural than some of those artificial products that are out there so salt intake so salt intake you know can you reduce your salt intake so a lot of us have salt in our food and that kind of thing and it can i'll be fair here it does make food taste great a lot of the time so you know, some salt, some of the good salts, so Himalayan salt and that kind of thing can actually be great if you're sweating a lot, that kind of thing, they can replace some of your electrolytes and the like, but obviously some of the processed table salts and that kind of thing um, can be not so great for your health and that kind of thing. So increased levels of salt can actually raise blood pressure and this is increased levels. So our body does need some level of salt. So for the minerals and that kind of thing, but if you get too much, then it can lead to high blood pressure and that raises the risk of cardiovascular disease and all those kinds of issues. Um, and it can also lead to um, ultra high rates can also lead to brain impacts as well. So it can lead to buildup of proteins in the or tau proteins in the brain, which can lead to cognitive impairment and dementia down further down the track. So that's long term, long term sort of effects of too much salt. But these effects of high salt in the diet, they are reversible with eating lower levels of salt or a low salt diet. So just be aware of having too much salt in your diet. The next thing that you can look at for this year um, in terms of developing some healthy habits is are you eating when you're actually thirsty? So often we actually mistake thirst for hunger and we'll end up eating. So did you know that your brain is approximately 73% water and it, it can take as little as 2% dehydration to actually affect your attention levels, memory, and also your cognitive skills. So that's massive. So 2% dehydration can affect your attention. 
So why not think about grabbing that glass of water before you actually jump in and eat something and see if that helps your hunger levels. And soft drinks as well, be aware of those. So things like soft drinks and even some mineral waters with flavors and that kind of thing can have a high level of sugar and that kind of thing. So just be aware of those because they can add a high level of sugar to your diet. Now, next, if your one of your New Year's goals is to actually get more exercise, what are you doing throughout the day to get some incidental exercise? A lot of us end up sitting there going, oh, you know, I'm gonna get more exercise this year. And we sit there and we focus quite heavily on some of the things about, um, you know, going out there and running for an hour or something like that. But can we actually make up some of that exercise in incidental exercise? So getting up from your desk and just walking around for a couple of minutes every hour, or for instance, you know, walking that extra block, you know, parking a little bit further away and walking an extra block to your office or to your coffee catch up or whatever it is that you're doing and getting a bit more incidental movement this way rather than focusing on those big bulk blocks of exercise. So for your exercise, you could actually think of something as little as 30 minutes a day or even 20 minutes a day and then make up some extra exercise just with that incidental movement throughout the day. Focus on getting a couple of minutes every hour and that kind of thing rather than just sitting at your desk for bulk hours every day, for instance, if you work in an office. So next, perhaps look at our breathing. So our breath is a key factor to relaxing the body and keeping the body functioning well. It's responsible for oxygenating our bloodstream or our blood flow and providing oxygen to our brain, to our muscles and to all of those processes in the body that need oxygen to function, which is basically pretty much everything. So have a think about how your breath is. Are you sitting with your shoulders back and down and actually breathing deeply or are you breathing shallowly only into the top portion of your lungs? So you'd be surprised how much of a difference this can make if we sit back and open our shoulders and really get deep breaths. It can really help with our attention levels and it can actually help keep everything functioning well within the body. So even just those shallow breaths, can, they can keep stress or keep stress locked in your body and keep your body in that stress cycle, that fight or flight cycle that is or can be so damaging for our health. So it can help, you know, that stress, that fight or flight mechanism. It can shut down functions in the brain. Um, it can actually cause us or keep our cortisol levels high and cause us to keep weight on when we maybe don't want to. So have a think about some of those sorts of things as well. So one of the other things you can try is meditation. So meditation can help with your breathing levels. And that can be as simple as sitting there and taking a couple of deep breaths every day, just closing your eyes and taking a couple of deep breaths. It doesn't have to be complicated. But if you did want to learn how to meditate, then I would love to help you out. I'm also a qualified meditation teacher, so happy to help out there as well if you've got any goals in that regard. 
one of the other goals that a lot of us often have is to actually get more sleep. So that's a common New Year's resolution as well is to get more sleep. So sleep can actually help with our memories. It can help to refresh the brain um, and actually, um, actually can help with things like, you know, flushing out all sort of sticky proteins and that kind of thing in the brain. And these sticky proteins can cause plaques and that kind of thing in the brain, which can cause problems as well. So have a look at that as well and, you know, what your sleep patterns are like as well. But if you're looking at getting more sleep, a lot of us sit there and go, oh, you know, I've got to get more sleep. And they, you, you think about going to bed like an hour earlier and that kind of thing. And as I was saying at the start, that can sometimes fall into that, um, into that unachievable sort of mode. Oh, it's a massive goal. You know, it's a bit too hard and you end up putting it into the too hard basket. How about looking at going to sleep even just a couple of minutes earlier every night for a couple of weeks. So go to bed five minutes earlier one week and the next week go to bed 10 minutes earlier. Add another five minutes the following week and that kind of thing. And eventually you'll add up to going to bed a lot earlier than what you otherwise would have. So that's another thing to look at. Breaking that getting to bed earlier down into achievable little chunks and slowly setting a new habit instead of doing it all in one hit. And yeah, that's some of my key tips for a healthier new year. So if you'd like any other tips, I would love to help out getting you into some healthier habits this year. As I said, there's a new year challenge going on with our health and diet where I'll be holding you accountable. And even if you're listening to this after the new year, if you would love to get into some healthier habits, but it's no longer the new year, I'd also be happy to help out and I can run this program just for you at any time of the year. So please feel free to reach out if this sounds like it's something that may be beneficial for you. I look forward to hearing from you soon and look forward to hearing what you thought of this episode. Thanks for listening to the Strong, Healthy and Glowing podcast. I hope you found this episode useful. If you have, I'd love it if you'd share it with someone you think might also benefit from this episode. I can also be contacted if you've got any questions on social media at SGD Body Beauty on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. And I'm also on LinkedIn as well, if that's your social media platform of choice. Please subscribe and also send me a message if there's any topics you'd like to hear on the podcast. Until the next episode, have a great day.